cannot get to healing and transformation and the, and the kind of life that we've, we've been called and blessed to live mm-hmm. with God and the way he loves us unless we go through the shadow of the valley of death. Yep. Right? And we have to go through that. Got to go through it. I mean, go the good it. shepherd says, you know, mm-hmm. you will go through or when you go through. Mm-hmm. It's not if mm-hmm. or you might or mm-hmm. if you really play your cards right. Mm-hmm. No, you will. Yep. And I will be with you. Yeah. Never leave you or forsake you. No. Yeah. Well, welcome back to The Intentional Dad, the podcast for men and families on a journey to embrace and fulfill the promise of fatherhood. My name is Eric Manley, and you are listening now to what will be the second half of conversation Pete and I were having about discovering your own shadow story. And it is part two of an ongoing conversation in which we are asking the question, what story are you living? And in this second part, we're taking a deep dive and looking at the concept of a shadow story. And it is our heart that in having this conversation, we might offer some things that help you uh, to start the process, to start the journey uh, by discovering your own shadow story and where Jesus may want to lead you, that you could take another step to discovering what he wants to offer, what he has to offer. And that was the invitation of the first podcast, which was the idea that we were made for a free life and that the design of that free life is to know and experience that you're loved, you belong, and you have nothing to prove. So this is the rest of the conversation, picking up where we left off last time. And um, before we join that conversation again in progress, I do want to mention one more time that uh, there is reference made to a resource uh, that I have made available um, I referenced that in this podcast, and I had mentioned it at the end of the last one. It is a resource with notes and reflection questions on this topic in particular, um, the delving into and discovering of your own shadow story. And you can find that at theintentionaldad.org. It is available there, and there is a link in the podcast description that will take you directly to the resource page. It may be something you want to have available and download so you can look at it as you listen, or it may be something you want to go and access later. Either way, just wanted to let you know that that was there and that it is available. So with that, let's get back to our conversation, picking up where we left off last time. Helpful for yeah. me to just, I think, I think part of it, all of us need those little tools to have in our tool belt. That yes. Every once in a while we go, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. What's the tone of this? Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really important stuff to all make sure that's all on the table and that we, we are seeing all of this at work. Um, because we, you know, if, if we're not operating in that tone of hope yeah. and invitation and compassion and understanding firm, that's part of it too, right? Absolutely. We have a good father and when he needs to be firm, he will. Um, but it's always because he has so much he wants for us, yeah. not from, for. for. Yeah. And, and that's... Even in his discipline, he wants for. Exactly. Us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, so we all hide, Pete. We all have a, all have a shadow story. And uh, let me just share, let me just share this as, you know, as kind of a setup for then um, exploring various shadow stories and, and what's going on. Uh, I wrote it this way in my in my book. I said, we've all gotten very good at hiding. Mm. We hide by carefully crafting a version of ourselves that has no cracks, weaknesses, blemishes, scars, or inadequacies. <laughs> it's our false self that we then carefully maintain as a defense against the threat of shame. John Eldridge calls it the poser. Brendan Manning calls it the imposter. And over the years, I've heard it called masks or the pretender. Whatever you call it, it is very much a part of your story. Mm. And that's what... Now, it is our invitation to kind of hear these categories and these, these general descriptions and ask the question, what is my shadow story? Mm-hmm. Look deep. There is no shame here, okay? Guilt, we're all guilty of it, okay? But mm. guilt is something we can own when we understand God's true heart of what he wants for us. Mm. And so in owning it, putting it on the table, naming it, know what we're turning from. Mm-hmm. 
and we already know what we're turning toward. That was the invitation of the last podcast. Right. This is what we're learning to turn toward. Okay. So that's the backdrop here. Okay. And so with that, um, let's just talk about some of these general categories and let's start with the header of what I would say is the good outcome that is being pursued in this category of shadow story. Okay. So, uh, within that, then there are certain ways people live in pursuit of that outcome. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'll start with mine. Okay. We'll just go back and go back to, to my own mountain climbing shadow mm-hmm. story. Okay. What I was doing, the good outcome was what I call outrunning. I was running away from, I was overcoming a, an ever present sense of shame over my ordinariness. Okay. So I won if I could perform enough, if I could achieve enough to feel like I had nothing to be ashamed of. It was all hinged on the quality of my achievement Mm. or the quality of what I was on my way to achieving or the quality of what, uh, I was doing how I was performing mm-hmm. and it was constant. So I was out running and it was mountain climbing. Yeah. Brene Brown would call that hustling for worthiness. Hustling for worthiness. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it just dawned on me that that's not that much different than standing on the, on the edge of a ship, scanning the horizon, looking for the next threat, the next totally. potential takedown. Right. I totally. mean, it's, it, it's all in the same vein. It's just, how we, how we, you know, how our lives unfold and the things that are presented to us and our gifts and our strengths and how, but, but it's the same thing. I just felt that in my heart. It's like, wow, you know, I can see that in what I do. Yeah. The same thing, the core is very. Yeah. The, the the root. Right. And that's, and and that's, you know, that's kind of what we're identifying Mm -hmm. when we talk about the two intertwined lies and how fear and shame result from, the, those lies taking right. root that God's not good and I'm not good enough. Right. And we give birth to fear and shame. Fear and shame compels us to believe we have something to prove. Yeah. So that's at the root. So all of these shadow stories share that. Yeah. Right. Now what we're kind of talking about is what emerges above ground right? mm. as from that root, something starts to grow. And for me, that looked like mountain climbing. Um, you know, others it's, it's self rescue. Um, by the way, uh, mountain climbing and achievement, um, it has very specific areas that that gets applied. And this is a podcast for parents. There's a lot of parents that mountain climb mm. with their kids. Yep. They believe that they have something to prove and they're going to prove it by having perfect kids, yep. achieving kids, um, you know, top of the class kids, best athlete kids. Mm. Right. Yeah. Just being honest, that's that's kind of one way that it shows up. And we have a lot of parents listening to point that out as a place to evaluate. Yeah. So we're just yeah. passing on we're just passing our shadow on. story to our children. Exactly. And yeah. they learn to live on it the same way. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So there's the self-rescue. Um, there are those who build their lives around winning and being right. Um, one subset of that particular shadow story, uh, again, just speaking truth, politics. Our political world today is all about, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And it is so pervasive that, I mean, it's not hard to see the division that kind of paints the backdrop of our culture Mm -hmm. today. And it is this shadow story at work. I have to win. I have to be right. And I have a very clear definition of what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. And if I'm right and you're wrong, I have outrun my shame. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Wow. Yeah. Um, That could be a whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like every turn we take, Pete, there's, there's a deeper, there's a deeper rabbit hole we can go into. Right. Um, Okay. So outrunning, that is, that is one. Um, you know, Pete, one that we identified that is also a very prominent part of our Western culture in particular 
is uh, a new category, a new good outcome of a shadow story would be comfort. Oh, yes, the comfort yeah, culture. The comfort culture. Okay. And so anybody who lives a, a life built around prosperity, um, pursuit of it, and main, maintaining it, that carries the elements, the aroma of a shadow story. Mm-hmm. And um, fame, I think, is closely attached to that. I would not know. Yeah, <laughs> nor I, um, but we can, we can see that at work in our culture. Though, oh yeah. Right. And there's a draw, there's a pull to be the next YouTube star, right. To, to be an influencer on Facebook mm. and social media. Um, and there's, there's a comfort that comes with that in masses of people saying, I love you. Right. Mm. It's a shadow story. And it's at work. Um, yeah, but it's the it's the false sense of a belonging or the or or becoming mm-hmm. or you know there again it's it's this lie yeah the seed that says if you yeah become successful yeah if you have four million people following you on mm-hmm. some social media site if you you know yep. perform up to a level you'll have everything you want right. And so, yes, that's a huge shadow story because, mm-hmm. because that's what powers, that's the fuel that powers everything you do and how you react and how you present yourself to the world and all of those. And it becomes intoxicating. Yep. yep. Especially for those that actually do get the kind of recognition and approval mm-hmm. and applause mm-hmm. that they're looking for. Yeah. And Again, I'm not trying to be super provocative today, but we just want to present truth for what it is. This is a good time to point out that there is an entire wing of this shadow story that gets lived out and pursued in church circles. Mm. And there is, well, the celebrity pastor kind of thing. There's, there's the influential author. There's the, uh, respected thinker. Mm. Um, and let me, let me be really clear. (laughs) There are a lot of very famous people out there that that is not what they're pursuing, Mm -hmm. right? That is, that is not what's driving them. So I'm not saying just because someone has some level of fame that therefore we immediately conclude that they're living a shadow story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more nuanced than that. Yeah. These are questions of the heart, right? The point is in seeing this for what it is, um, that's just some truth on the table again, for, for some deeper exploration of your own shadow story, how this might be showing up, how you might have people in your life where, where that is showing up and just starting to see things for what they are. Right. But that's all part of a comfort um, theme that, that a shadow story might be um, in pursuit of. Right. I see wheels turning. seems to me that there's something that we could say in there that helps mm-hmm. people. Cause you could easily go, well, I'll never be famous. So I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Right. 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 But it's the same thing that pulls a person mm-hmm. to, be a chameleon or yeah. pulls a person to fight politics, you know, argue yeah. politics yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or, you know, be cynic. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. I think it comes from the same. And so where does that, is that just our fault self that's so deeply yeah. our core or is it, is there something else? I, I don't yeah, know. I, I think, can't, well, I can't I think, put my finger on it. No, I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with that. I think, I think the thing that comes to mind in, in speaking to what I think you're pointing at, Pete, is it's if lots of people like what I do, like what I have to say, that I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's validation. And validation in a shadow story is something that other people hold the key to. Mm. Right. Well, that's good. Um, so, you know, when I, when I think about that whole issue of fame, that's, that's what it is. 
That's what it is. It's, it's pursuit of validation. Yeah. Totally. Do you see me? Am I, am I enough? Yeah. Yeah. And if I, you know, if I can get a, get a thousand likes on a, on a post, then yeah, I'm enough mm-hmm. and easy to get drawn into. I mean, it's, it does feel that way, Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, does. but the emptiness of it is exposed really quickly as soon as you put a post out there that doesn't get any likes. Yeah. Right. Or, or, or the opposite. Yeah. You get, you get or, a backlash or it gets backlash. Like, right? Oh my gosh. You, you know, know, yeah. Or whatever that may be, yep. you know, yep. it's a shadow story and it, we all feel the pull of it. Mm. We all do. Right. So again, no condemnation here. It's, right. it's just putting on the table, the ugly of what is so yeah. we can see it for what is so that we can begin to see where the way is forward yeah. in repentance turning away from that right right something better um i know there's no way there's no way to slice it you cannot get to healing and transformation and the and the kind of life that we've been called and blessed to live mm -hmm. with god and the way he loves us unless we go through the shadow of the valley of death right and we have to go through that gotta go through it I mean, the the good shepherd says, you know, Mm -hmm. you will go through or when you go through, Mm -hmm. it's not if, Mm -hmm. or you might, or Mm -hmm. if you really play your cards right, Mm -hmm. no, you will. Yep. And I will be with you. Yeah. Never leave you or forsake you. No. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, that's, I think that's one of the the lies of this culture when you, when you talk about, um, you know, how hard it is Mm -hmm. to, to deal with the ugly. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know pharmaceutical companies make billions of dollars mm-hmm. because they offer things to help people avoid feeling the pain, mm, which is one of one the, of the, one of the categories. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So let's talk about that one, Pete. You led right into it. We, we have, well, the I category. don't know anything about it necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I put the category, I named it relief, soothing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's that idea that the pain that is around me, that is part of this world that I, I can escape, I can be shielded from. And that is the good outcome. Anytime I have something I can turn to that I don't have to feel the pain, that I don't have to sit with the ugly, <laughs> that I don't have to confront something, that I don't have to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, related to the comfort story, but a little different, right? Comfort means I can eliminate pain altogether. Mm-hmm. Relief or soothing says I can shield myself from the pain. Right. They can, are subtly I can different. get lost in something that yeah. will take my mind off of, yeah, you know, how crappy my day was yeah. or what's going on in my family or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and I love too, that you put entertainment yes. in there. Yes. Cause I think, you know, I think we blow by that because we're, we're so used to letting entertainment you know, kind of dictate mm-hmm. a lot of our lives yeah. if, if we're honest. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know I'm not the only one mm-hmm. and I know not, not everybody falls into that category, but you know, the, um, this idea that, you know, we just stream mm-hmm. program after program after program, mm-hmm. we get caught up in the, in the story mm-hmm. because it takes us out of our own mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's what drives entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's certainly at some point it makes you feel good. We love a good story and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, but there's also an escapism part of that. Yeah. That um, I think is intoxicating. Yeah. Yeah. It totally. is. well, we're drawn to story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and that's beautiful. It is. It is. Yeah. And, and to be clear, it's, it's not a comment on any one TV show no. or anything like that. It's not about, the thing that we turn to for entertainment, we're, we're looking at the heart. Yeah. We're looking at what we're doing in pursuit of that entertainment. Right. So yeah, it's it, not about the thing. It's mm-hmm. about what our, what's going on with the story we're living within. Right. It. And then the reach for the remote. And then the reach for the remote. Right. And or, 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 or anything else or right? anything we reach for anything else. So, you know, addiction is kind of under this category. It's that, it's that need for relief kind of mm. gone off the deep end. Mm. Right. Um, and that's at work all over the place. Uh, those, those things we turn to for relief that kind of start going from mm. 
a simple turn for relief to, to full on addiction. And there's the obvious ones, right? There's alcohol and drugs. Um, people get addicted to sex and, th- and things like that. And then there's ones that maybe we aren't so quick to admit electronics being one, mm-hmm. um, binging Netflix mm-hmm. being another, you know, those kinds of things. And again, it's not trying to put the focus on the phone that you pick up all the time. It's not trying to put the focus on the existence of Netflix. It's an invitation to look at, has this become the story you're living? Yeah. Is, is your day built around mm. where do I find relief now? Yeah. Where do I find relief now? Where do I find relief now? You know, a really, a really big one that I've noticed <clears throat> recently is um, how many things you buy mm. on Amazon. Yeah. Purchasing. Yeah. How many packages come to my door every mm. day? How many? Guilty. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's become so easy. And yeah. it, it, there is a part of that that's, I mean, if we were really to do an inventory yeah. of our heart yeah, and say, do I really need that? Yeah. Or ask the why, why, yeah, you know, why don't I remember what that box is? It's on the porch. Right. <laughs> you know, what did I order? Yeah, right? right. Well, th- there's something, yeah. there's something in there that, yeah. you know, yeah. we'd like to figure out for other people, yeah. but we probably have to look in the mirror yeah. because there is a rush that comes with, you know, the UPS guy walking up the driveway with a box. Yeah, it is. It and, is. If, and if we don't, if we don't take the time to evaluate, yeah. what is that about? Am yeah. I, I mean, you know, okay, if I need something, I need something. Right. Is there more there? Yeah. yeah. Am, am I trying to cover something up? Am yeah. I trying to find a little bit of soothing, Yeah. Uh, you know, in these purchases? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know so many people that will, will in honest moments, will say, uh, you know, we spend way more money than we have to mm. spend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the next question is why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? What's going on? And and then you can ask that for any of these, right? Why? Yep. Adam, what happened? All, Eve, all of what it. happened? <laughs> all we're we're putting windows out there, right? Yeah. Look look into the heart. This is a window. Look this, through it. Yes. What's what's going on? What's beneath that? Yeah. And that's the question we're we're trying to get really to, good at asking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so again, I, I just feel like we want to keep this really front and center. This is this is not a comment on any one thing, right? If you buy things from Amazon, we're not saying shame, shame, shame. Mm-hmm. We're just we're saying that if you kind of recognize a little pattern there, look underneath it. What's mm-hmm. what's going on? And if that is your shadow story, we'll get to some of the things that I you know mm-hmm. to do with that. But but why? You know, look at the ugly. Not from shame, not from condemnation, from invitation. Because mm-hmm. it is the first step to that invitation for repentance. There's something better. Right. There's something better. That's that's what the heart of all this is. Mm-hmm. So I just I want to speak to it a lot because yeah. as we put more and more on the table, it would just be so easy to to kind of have that co-opt what it we're would. talking about, you know. So um yeah, and, and I and I also think it's important to say that, uh, you know, as I look at this list, I I can relate to many of them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so it's mm-hmm. we're, we're not we're not trying to communicate something that we haven't already right experienced and yes. felt and and gone through. Yeah, we're, we're literally trying to speak from our experiences yeah. of what we live and what we see. Yes, yes, to yes. help others in the process. Yes. Yes. Because even though we're aware and, and, you know, you and I spend a lot of time together and we have a lot of conversations, even though we're aware of these things that we have done in the past Mm -hmm. or maybe even, you know, get caught up in now, Mm -hmm. um, we got, we have to go all the way back to the awareness part. That's Mm -hmm. what the beautiful part is. Right. And, And the question why and the tonality and this and that. And the other mm-hmm. thing is to get awareness like, oh, oh, okay. My heart wasn't where it needed to be in that. Yeah. Because I'm seeking something that I don't need to seek on yeah. my own. Yeah. And I think that's the heart of all this where, you know, I would hate for w- one of your listeners to feel like, oh, well, you're just judging. Mm-hmm. No. Mm. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I, no. I've, I've done almost every one yeah. of those. Yeah. And, and I, I love that point. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we did talk about this a little bit that, you know, in sharing what we shared uh, in 
our shadow stories mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, we are also recognizing, just as you said, that all of these things, uh, the vast majority of them show up yeah. for us. Um, you know, what we shared was maybe the most prominent mm-hmm. expression of, of how that's played out right. in our lives. Um, you know, but the chameleon thing, I know what that is. I know what it is to read a room and try to ask that question. Who do mm-hmm. I need to be here? You know, um, the entertainment thing, mm-hmm. uh, I've been on a long journey already, uh, you know, awareness over how I just so blindly pick up my phone mm-hmm. and I'm in it for five minutes before I even come to some right. level of awareness that I have my phone in my face. Right. It's been a long journey for me. I'm, I'm growing in that mm-hmm. and guilty, guilty of that being one way a shadow story starts to play out for me. Um, you know, so we're, we're not immune <laughs> from these things, you know, and I think the other thing to, to say at this point is, is also really good that we are kind of laying a smorgasbord out here and it would be cruel to uh, put alongside that and therefore go deal with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what we're talking about is the start of a lifelong journey, mm-hmm. you know, and all of these things that we kind of put out as a smorgasbord, it's not intended to just kind of crush you with this overwhelming picture. It's intended to give you some handles for places you can begin to understand right. where you are. Right. So we're, we're trying to put a, a large array out there so that, many listeners can find some starting line mm-hmm. for this. And then these other things unfold over time. And that's, that's part of the picture of apprenticeship that, that we're talking about being fathered sons, being fathered daughters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a couple more, um, Pete, we had, uh, we had another category of hiding. This is another big one that the good outcome for a shadow story is either you don't see me at all, or kind of coming back to that 10% of mm-hmm. the iceberg thing mm-hmm. that you were talking about, which, you know, the analogy is when you look at an iceberg, what sticks above the waterline right. is only 10%. The other 90% is below. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of an analogy for this one. It's a way that we hide. It's that crafting of that false self. This mm-hmm. is the part of me that you get to see. Yeah. And this is the good part. This is the mm-hmm. no cracks, no blemishes, yeah. no faults. Pay you no know. attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> that one. So there's there's two extremes of hiding, mm-hmm. right? One is just literally trying to blend into the background and mm-hmm. disappear. Um, definitely see that one. So that shows itself uh, in a story of appeasement. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I if I could just make everybody happy around me, then I can be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, isolation. If I if I eliminate any other person being a part of my life, then I can be safe right. and be hidden. You know, um, you know. Of course, those are shrouded in shame and fear. Those two anxiety. Um, you know, and then the other extreme might be shown in a story of perfection. If mm-hmm. I get everything right all the time and it is a one perfect every single time, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And anytime I'm not. I may want to go run to one of those other extremes of hiding. Right. <laughs> right? Um, and again, I know I'm being a little provocative with some things today, but it's all, it's all important to just put on the table. There's also the story of religion and religion to be clear about a definition so that we're on the same page mm-hmm. is any system in which we ask and answer what it takes to make God happy. We are dealing with religion. Mm. We are talking about what we have to do or what we must not do to appease God. Mm -hmm. It is a category of the appeasement approach Mm. Mm. and it's hiding. That's what it is. Okay. So again, just putting some, some provocative thoughts on the table, but not in condemnation with invitation, things to explore. All right. And then I think we had one one more that we had we had talked about, Pete, and it's the it's the category of resigning, mm, resignation, quitting, um, yeah. dropping out. A good outcome mm. is 
I don't care. I've stopped caring. Yeah. I've um, heard, uh, I've heard others use th- to define that as an unresistant attitude. Yeah. I just won't resist. I'll yeah. just go with the flow or yeah. stay hidden or whatever yeah. it is. Right. I just, I'm not going to resist. Yeah. So I'm resigned. Yeah. And that resignation is killing us actually. Yeah. <laughs> so apathy, mm. um, I think some addiction is really about this. Mm-hmm. Um, cynicism. Uh, that, that's, that's a big way that that shows up, you know, and, and just, just that general spirit of resignation that I just, I'm defeated. I'm defeated. Mm. Um, victimhood would, would Ooh. be one that, that falls in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I quit. I quit. So yeah. Um, that's a pretty big list. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a broad smorgasbord. Um, and with that, Pete, I think, uh, I think that's probably, probably plenty (laughs) for for our (laughs) listeners to sit with. And so what to do with all of this? Let's, let's just spend a little time painting a picture of what is next. Um, because it's one thing to kind of put that all on the table and then mm-hmm. say, okay, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, but again, I, you know, there's, there's a risk here, right. That in, mm-hmm. in putting all of that out, you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, just to emphasize a few things, it is not all put out there as a comprehensive Here's all the stuff that you should consider. Here are all the rocks to look under. Mm. Here is everything you need to get figured out so that we can begin to experience the hope of that invitation Mm. to the true story. That is not what this is. Again, just to be very clear, we put a broad smorgasbord because look, the reality is, Pete, a lot of what we do is one-on-one. We, right. we sit across the table from another guy. We rub elbows, mm-hmm. we drink coffee, we explore each other's stories and we can kind of start to pinpoint the nuances, mm-hmm. the unique aspects of a man's story and talk about things in the context of his unique experiences. Yeah. We have a setting here. We can't do that. Right. <laughs> right. So, but we, we still, we still have a heart. We have something we want to share. And so what we have to do here is kind of speak broadly and, so for listeners out there, that whole smorgasbord, we want in that, hopefully, that there's something that resonated with you mm. right now in this moment where you are as, oh, I think that speaks to my shadow story. And you'll notice we did spend some time. We have multiple stories mm-hmm. at work, but start with one, maybe two that are closely related, right? And you want to begin working in one specific area to explore and understand and go deep with. Okay. So that's first. Um, Second, a reminder of while there are lots of different expressions of these stories, the root is the same. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need to come back to that root because we can get lost in the weeds a little bit if we don't come back to what's at the core. And the core is the two lies. God's not good. You're not good enough. Mm. This is what we're recovering. This is what we're starting to push back against. And the fruit of those two lies is fear and shame. So maybe if you're kind of feeling a little overwhelmed, come back to the simplicity of that and start asking these questions about shadow story, starting at the root. Mm. Where is fear and shame kind of shaping my life? Where is it that it's been very easy for me to believe God mm-hmm. isn't good and I'm not good enough? Mm. And how is that playing out? Okay. So there are some symptoms uh, that can also help. And one of the symptoms of all of these shadow stories is an attitude that God is on trial and so are you. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if your circumstances, if your life circumstances get to dictate how you feel about yourself and they get to dictate your perception of God, there is a shadow story at work. Mm. 
So if God is on trial in your life and you are on trial, that's a window mm-hmm. into a shadow story. Mm-hmm. And then there's anxiety, always anxiety in a shadow story. So where is the anxiety in your life? So those are a few things to kind of hang on to places you might start. Um, and it is a lot. I know we're putting a lot out there. Mm. Um, you might want to listen again and just come, come at it again and be ready to pinpoint where's my starting point with this. Okay. Yeah. So what we're moving toward is that promise of freedom, the reality of the true story, becoming what we experience, becoming how we live more and more a part of our lives and freedom as defined by Jesus not getting to do whatever I want to do. That would be our Western culture's definition of freedom. Freedom as Jesus means it is living more and more and more by the design that design Mm -hmm. being oneness with him and harmony with each other. Mm. That is the fruit of the kingdom that you are loved. You belong. You have nothing to prove. That's what we're moving toward. So we will get there. We are Mm -hmm. on a journey kind of putting some things out there, ways we need to move into this. And yes, this one is um, that that starting point of having to look at the ugly. We have to see things for what they are so that we can take those deeper steps into healing and wholeness. And that then leads to the invitation for this particular podcast. And this is where we want to land this taking the the awareness that we have worked very hard to kind of set the stage for here. Um, now there are some things for you to reflect on. And we didn't just want to leave you with that general invitation to reflect. We want to give you some handles, some very specific things to ask and sit with. Mm. Start writing down. I, I'm Journaling is something I do. Uh, I'm a writer. That is one way I process. It's not the only way. It's certainly... Not something that everybody does. Um, but uh, if you're not sure, I would encourage you to take these questions that we're going to start putting out there, these thought categories, and take some time, sit down mm. in some quiet and stillness and allow these questions to be, and not just in a theoretical sense, start trying to answer them. And I find writing to be a very effective way for me to do that. Others might have different ways. Whatever it is, give yourself the space for this. So here are some questions. And, oh, by the way, this is a lot of them. I'm going to put a link on the Mm -hmm. podcast description so that if you want to see these questions, you can click on the link and and Mm -hmm. you'll have them. And and you can do that. I Just a a word of encouragement from me from this side of the table is also, as you sit with these, ask Jesus. Yes. And his spirit to help you kind of dig into it, help yeah. you think through your story, give you clarity, and at the same time to consecrate that time to stay, yes. you know, to kind of protect it because there's so many things that distract us and pull us out of an exercise like this. Yes. Right. Yes. So yes. just, you know, as you sit down, whether you journal or not, um, however you want to process and write. Just take a moment yes. and invite Jesus into it and ask for protection as you do it. Just so that, just so what you hear, mm. again, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of different voices. Mm-hmm. Just so what we hear is what the spirit wants us to hear, yeah. what we need. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Yes. And, and so with that, uh, exercise some intentionality in naming your shadow story. And, mm. you know, for, for some that might be, what Jesus has for you is you're going to name a couple. So story or stories, give a name to it and do that on a couple of levels. Like we were just doing with Mm. those categories. How are you defining a good outcome Mm. right now? Yeah. Is it outrunning? Is it comfort? Is it Mm. relief? Is it something else we haven't put on the table? It it could very well be right. But really sit with that. Try to name that. Mm. Okay. And then within that, how exactly has that looked and how you're living that out? Okay. So again, for me, the good outcome was outrunning. 
if I could, if I could top, do enough, top of the mountain, baby. top of the mountain. And for me, that came through mountain climbing achievement. Mm-hmm. So that was me, Pete. I think that uh, a lot of your story was maybe in the hiding category mm-hmm. and the way that that looked was scanning the horizon <laughs> for the yeah. for constantly for the next threat. Well, so, just so much fear of, of not being enough, yeah. so much fear of, um, something, something coming at me that I didn't know how to <clears throat> outmaneuver. Right. And so you had to, you know, you just constantly had to, you know, keep your eyes on the horizon, which also meant that, you know, anxiety yeah. and tension and grinding my teeth yeah. and, you know, always second guessing myself and always you right. know, taking things to the, to the furthest degree. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, glass half empty for sure. Yeah. And it, it just all kind of worked together in an orchestra yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, to create yeah. a tune that kept me distracted with all that isn't. It, that, that consumed you. Yeah, it, 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 took, it, it, it took, took over. Right. Um, other questions to ask yourself, who are the characters mm-hmm. in your shadow story? So one thing that is true about every shadow story, the hero is me. All right. In the true story, the hero is God. Mm-hmm. So there's a contrast there. Who are the characters in your story? Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? In a shadow story, the good guys and the bad guys are always other people. In the true story, the good guy and the bad guy is God and our enemy, mm-hmm. uh, Satan. There's a contrast there. And the next one then is, is it working for you? Some of you may be at a point in your story where it does feel like it's working. That was part of mine. For a while, the mountain climbing thing mm-hmm. did seem to work. I was able to stay ahead of the curve. I was able to outrun the shame of my ordinariness for mm-hmm. a time. So if it's working for you, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can still see it. I think there's still a way forward for you mm-hmm. because you can ask that very next question. What if it stopped working? So if comfort is the good outcome of your story and you have spent a life building wealth, what happens if that wealth disappears tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What are you left with? Can you now begin to see your shadow story? So there is a way forward for those of you who might answer, yep, mm-hmm. it's working for me. Yes, it may be right now. What's the long-term prospect of that? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not working, why is it not working? Mm-hmm. So within all of that, there's more to sit with. Where are those two intertwined lies at work that God's not good, not trustworthy, not reliable? Mm. And that other side, I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. Where is that at work? And if you dig into all of that just a little bit, answer the question, who have I become? Mm. Why am I living this story? That's a really important one. Where is the fear at work and where is the shame at work? So, that's a whole series of questions. Again, I don't expect you to hear this podcast and remember all of those. Just know there's, mm-hmm. there is a link in the podcast description mm-hmm. and this is something you can go and get and download and we invite you to sit with it. Um, and, you know, again, Pete, I, you know, I love, love your wisdom in that. Sit in that with Jesus, yeah. right? Do that with him mm-hmm. that is beginning to live in the true story uh, right there. Just that act alone to invite him in mm-hmm. and uh, let him walk you through this. Yeah. You know, the other thing, Eric, I just want to say in closing is, you know, I think, I think we live in a time and maybe it's been going on for a long while, but I think we live in a time where we think that if we just figure out the formula to, you know, finding my shadow story or Mm -hmm. getting the healing I need or, or getting through this, you know, this disaster Mm -hmm. that I'm in, Mm -hmm. Um, that that's how we need to approach it. And I, I would just like to kind of warn and encourage yeah. listeners. Um, that's not how this works. Right. Right. This is a process. Yep. And you, you've got, mm, I don't know, 15 things mm-hmm. on the list that you just went through mm-hmm. and they're all good. Mm-hmm. And it takes time. It takes and, time. And I, you know, I remember doing something similar to this mm-hmm. years ago and, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of feeling shame over not being able to get through yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Right. I should yeah. be, I should be able to figure it out. Yes. 
you know, it's all right here. But what really happened is it took months. Yeah. Just in the very beginning to get a con just to just to get a context for what right. Because it's a new concept it for is. so many people. Yep. New Shadow categories. story, a poser. Yep. Yeah. Right. When the poser works, quite frankly, mm-hmm. because it keeps us, it keeps us believing that we're we're one step ahead, mm-hmm. which you alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. And so I just, again, you know, I just really would love for our listeners to um, give themselves grace, give mm-hmm. themselves time. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it took months and months and months for me to work through this and to begin to get clarity. And, mm-hmm. and it takes, I, I mean, a lot of this work has to be done on your own, but it also took community. For Correct. Me. It took other men who I trusted to hear my story and who loved me yeah. and would speak honestly to me and, yeah. and, and to walk through that just like, just like you and I do for other people. Right. Right. We needed that ourselves. Yes. Right? Yes. And so, um, yeah, just just give yourselves grace as you step into this yeah. and realize that this is a journey. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 not a race. You don't have to win this. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You don't have to win it. So, um, something a mountain climber would do well to hear. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you, do, you do it way faster than me. <laughs> That's so wise, Pete. Such, such good, good sage counsel there. Um, oh, now you gave my age away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it, it fits. Uh, you've walked this road for a long time and you've seen many men walk mm. this and you know, the pitfalls Pete and you know, it, we've both seen them that mm-hmm. I'm going to conquer this thing, right? I'm oh, going to, I'm going to overcome this and blitz through this. Yeah. I guess it's a, that's, that's a good time to bring alongside this another value that what we're learning to do as apprentices, of course, is all of these things that we've been talking about, but it's also just a new heart attitude that appreciates the journey we're on mm. oh, I and love that. to, to receive the goodness mm-hmm. of what's in front of us today. Yeah. And I do have a really, that's a long list. That's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. And, you know, this is not something that's to be viewed as an assignment. No. Uh, you know, and something to check the boxes so that we can get on to the next good thing. Mm-hmm. Although stuff, we all like that. <laughs> we do like that. <laughs> this is, um, well, this is something that's, you know, kind of, kind of touching on something you spoke, you spoke to my heart about and, you know, a, an insight into how I think and work. This is a three mile an hour thing mm-hmm. in a hundred mile an hour world. Mm-hmm. And you just breathe in the gift of that. This is mm. not a race and there are so many good things to absorb and it's, uh, it's a back and forth. There's a mystery mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. There are things that because of where you are in your story, you're ready for right now. Mm-hmm. And then things that you will be ready for as time goes on. We're talking about a lifelong journey here and we're putting things out there so that the journey can begin mm. and mm. it's going to go on it's a lifelong thing. It, it's an entire lifelong thing. It is. Yeah. So, um, you know, in, in, in answer to that community, while uh, we don't really have Pete a way to have coffee with everybody who might be listening mm-hmm. to this uh, something I do want to mention this is a good time to mention that um, if you are interested in some further discussion, there are some things available to you at the intentional dad.org. And if you look at uh, that webpage, you'll see um, a menu item called membership. And on there are different ways that you can begin to engage in some community Mm. online. And so if some of this generates a desire to have more discussion, that is an avenue for you to do that. And there is one more element of the invitation I want to leave our listeners with. So kind of going back to where we started, where we acknowledge that a lot of listeners come here, they're parents and they are drawn to the idea that we're going to have discussions about Mm. how to parent kids and and what things are there for me to gain in my relationship with my kids. I warned you (laughs) that the bulk of our discussion was going to focus on the first part of the design, which is be fathered sons, Mm. be fathered daughters. Mm. And from that parent your kids. Mm. So here we've gone through 98% of our podcast And now I think it's appropriate to put an invitation in there alongside all of these questions to sit with. We can also begin 
to think through as we're being fathered in this, how that starts to translate to how we father our children, Mm. how we mother our children. Mm. So that starts with observing, observe, be a student of your kids Mm. and see if you can begin to name their shadow stories. And oh, by the way, this is why this connection is so important. You might start to notice how your shadow story is becoming theirs. Mm. Um, Your insecurities, your shame, your fears, your doubts, pretty likely that that is influencing, shaping the shadow stories your kids are beginning to live. That is all worth looking at. And again, it is an initial thing to sit with, an ongoing invitation, but it is appropriate to bring that alongside now that we've done the work of asking that front side question of what does this mean for me Mm. as an apprentice of Jesus? Mm. So... That's a lot. Again, all of that on a link uh, that you'll find in the podcast description. Uh, that'll be there for you. And we invite you to start taking those steps. So, Pete, thank you again. Uh, really awesome to have these times and have these conversations. Uh, it's just a real joy. My pleasure. Absolutely. So a lot more. Uh, we are we are really opening a Pandora's box here, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we'll be doing this a while. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's a real privilege, Pete. And I, I thank you again for your, for your time, your heart, and your wisdom, mm-hmm. for welcome. sure. And uh, for our listeners out there, I thank you for joining us, sharing in these discussions, mm-hmm. for sharing in the journey, um, whatever that may look like. Some of you, we may never have a chance to interact, but it is still just as much a privilege. Uh, others, we may, uh, may have an opportunity to start doing that. Mm-hmm also a privilege. Um, But whatever that is, uh, thank you for your time and your heart, for your engagement and sharing this with us. And it is our desire that a beautiful journey would begin Mm -hmm. and that the true story would become more and more and more of your reality. Mm -hmm. Things we will continue to explore with a lot more discussions to Mm -hmm. have in the future. And we really do look forward to that. In the meantime, May God bless you and your family very much. Anyway.